Hello, my name is Lee Milne, and you are listening to the We Magic Podcast. Hello, and welcome once again to the We Magic Podcast. Today, I want to speak about the convention, the convention. Now, to me, it is the convention because it's the only one I've been to. Actually, that's not true. I went to Sam's a few years ago, the Scottish Association of Magical Societies. They put on a convention and it was 2012 I last managed to go and I had a great time. I was just new into magic and everything was wonderful. My eyes were wide open the whole weekend. Lots of fun, great, great performers performing greatly, you know what I mean, and just a really fun convention. So that was it until I managed to get to Blackpool in 2020, 2020 Blackpool Magic Convention was my first large convention and when I say large, I mean If you've been, you know what I mean. Absolutely huge. So much going on. So much to do. So much to see. So much to spend your money on. Not just at the convention. Nothing's cheap that weekend. But before I start speaking about the convention itself, I just want to say thanks again for listening to episode one. And thanks for joining me here for episode two of the We Magic podcast. It is almost time for the Blackpool Magic Convention 2023. This is, we're almost into February now, so in just a few weeks, I'll be heading down to Blackpool. Still undecided how I'm going to get there. Doesn't matter, I'll get there. And I've kept a little bit of pocket money set aside. Not a lot, but enough to get me through the weekend. I'm not planning on buying uh, one of Los Anders' floating tables. I'm not planning to buy an electric chair. I'm not planning to buy any massive props. I'm not planning to buy anything from Jal Miranda because <laughs> I don't have the... Financial resources for that. I mean, you know, these are all great effects, great things, great products. And if you can afford them, go for it. I'm just saying I can't afford it at the moment. But that's not why I'm going anyway. I'm not going to see the biggest and most expensive, fanciest products. I'm going to see the lectures. I'm going to see performances, I'm going to see the gala show. I'm going to see people who I don't get to see anywhere outside of the convention. Now, as I've said before, I have good thoughts and not so good thoughts about the Blackpool Magic Convention as a whole. So I'm going to quickly run over what I remember from 2020 and 2022. And then we'll get into what I'm looking forward to 
and what I'm a bit apprehensive about with 2023. So I'm going to speak about what I don't like personally about the convention. And it's nothing major. It's nothing the organisers have done or anything like that. It's really, there are a couple of things. One thing that really worries me is the ever-growing attendance level. It's so good to see so many people sharing a passion, sharing a love for magic, for one thing. This weekend, in the Winter Gardens in Blackpool, there was, I don't know if it's a pigeon um, racers festival or a bird lovers festival, something to do with that anyway. I only know this because I've got a friend whose uncle is into pigeons and he goes to Blackpool every year at this time. So, and they've got a big shared passion, obviously. All the thousands of people in there have got a shared passion for pigeons or whatever else. So, it's really great. But, that dealer's hall is so jam-packed at times. If anything happens, if anyone shouts fire or anything at all to make people panic, it's not going to end well. So many people in that tight space. I mean, I don't know the inner workings. I'm sure the organisers have this all sussed out. I'm sure they have safety regulations in place. And this is just me. A little bit of my neurosis coming out about what if this happens, what if that happens. So I don't want you to go to Blackpool thinking that, thinking the same way as me and thinking, oh my goodness, he's right, what if something does happen? Don't think that, go and enjoy it, because chances are nothing will happen, and if something does happen, I'm sure there are safeguards in place. It's just when I go there, my mind just instantly goes, oh, oh no, you know, <laughs> but that is just a personal thing. The next thing I want to talk about is also personal, and... It's something I found in 2020 and in 2022. And it's it's no one's fault, you know. But it's... I have heard other people commenting about it. And it's that Blackpool, when you're surrounded by thousands of magicians, it can be lonely. It can be a lonely place. You can be one of 5,000 people and you can feel like you're the only person there who doesn't know anyone there. You walk into Ruskin and everyone's in groups, everyone's in pairs, everyone's in gangs, everyone's in clusters of people. And it's like, oh, they all they all know each other. They know each other from before or from the same area or from a magic club or something like that. And it's, uh, it can be hard, you know, walk into Ruskin. Last year, I stood there, I stood at the bar on my own for a good while. And eventually I went and played the fruit machine. Um, and then this guy came up and started speaking to me. And then we were speaking to more people. And that was that. And I know, like, the thing is, when I go to a pub for a drink, or I go to the shop, or I go to perform at a gig, whether I'm on or off the clock, I'm, I can talk to anyone. I'll go up and speak to absolutely anyone. It doesn't matter if it's you know, the little 
drunken Ned, little drunken delinquent in the corner, who's like, alright mate, what are you doing? I can go and talk to him. Or if it's the incredibly posh lady sitting at the table surrounded by other incredibly posh people, I can go and speak to them. Absolutely no problem. And like I said, it doesn't have to be when I'm working, when I'm being a magician. It's, you know, I'll start a conversation with the person serving me in the shop every single day. I'll start a conversation with a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant I've never been to before. I'm happy to talk to anyone and I'm good at talking to anyone because for so long I kept my mouth shut. For so long in my life I was scared to speak to anyone. And at some point something clicked and I decided I'll speak to everyone. And I do. But when I get in a situation like this at Blackpool where it's my peers, it's other people who are... It's so strange because they're sharing this same passion as me. But... They've all got their groups of friends or, you know, I don't want to disturb them. I don't want to go up to a table and say, hi, I'm Lee, can I join you? Because they might be like, you know, no. <laughs> I doubt they would be, but you know what I mean. It can be a bit, a bit awkward if you don't know anyone. 2020, uh, sorry, 2020 was exactly the same. I'd go round the dealer's hall, the lectures, everything else, and then I'd stand in my Ruskin and kind of like just stand in a corner looking about, and then go back to my hotel room or B&B room and just go to bed and that would be it. Now, there were times, obviously, like in 2020, on the, in the afternoon of the second day, I met Ian Brennan, Ian Thomas, from the Magician's Advice podcast. So I went and spoke to him, and he was absolutely lovely guy. Fantastic, good laugh. He kept me company, and he introduced me to a couple of other people, uh, and I sort of hung about with him. I also met John King, who wasn't actually at the convention, but he was in Blackpool for the weekend, um, and he sort of invited me along with his gang for a while. Uh, and then I briefly met Kev, who I'm planning to have a proper drink with this year. Um, and then 2022, I met another couple of people, Brandon, who kept me laughing all night. I met Don. You all know Don. I'm not even going to say his last name. You all know Don. Great guy. But this year, I want to make more of an effort to go and speak to people. Because last uh, in 2020, I thought, oh, there's... Craig Petty. I've had work from him in the past. I know him online. You know, always comment on his, his upcoming YouTube channel at the time. It was just getting started, really. And I thought I'd go and speak to him. And he was working on uh, a dealer stand. He was working with David Penn for a while. And I thought, oh, he looks busy. I'll get him. I'll talk to him later. Never saw him again. And then 2022, I thought, right, I'll go and speak to Craig. Cannot get near him. Cannot get near that guy. He is at large and in charge. He's in demand. So I thought, oh, well, forget this man. So, um, again, this is a personal thing. This is not something that everyone's going to experience. But I have heard other people commented on it, especially people who don't drink, who don't like going to pubs. 
I've seen people on Facebook groups and things saying, what do you do if you don't, if you don't like drinking, you don't go to pubs, you don't like alcohol, you don't even want to be near that environment. Are you left alone? Are you left, you have to be like, on your own the whole weekend after the shows? I don't know. Just a personal thing. So, those are probably the only two negatives I've got about Blackpool. And it being absolutely freezing. If you've never been to the Blackpool Magic Convention before, wrap up. My goodness. <clears throat> it's always tempting when I'm in Blackpool. I think I'll take a little walk along the beach. Nope. It's far too cold and far too windy and the sea will freeze your eyeballs open. It is not good. And I think, oh well, maybe I'll take a walk further into town and see what other shops and pubs and things I can find. Nope. It is freezing. I won't need my gloves. I won't need my hat. It'll be fine. Nope. You will need them. Storm Eunice. Storm Eunice last year delayed a lot of people getting to Blackpool. A lot of people were turning up on the Saturday afternoon who had been planning to turn up on the Friday morning. Some people turned up on Sunday morning who were <laughs> planning to arrive on the Friday morning. It was uh, scary times. But, so these are basically my three negatives of the convention. And they're all based on what kind of person you are. So, really, they're not negatives about the convention, they're negatives about my mindset when I hit Blackpool. I need to have a word with myself. So what's good about Blackpool Magic Convention? Why should you travel all that way to Blackpool in one of the coldest months of the year to get into a room with a bunch of magicians? Well, because it's not just a room. It's not just a bunch of magicians. It's thousands of magicians. It's several rooms. It's a massive arena, the Winter Gardens, split into all different room, rooms and halls and bars and things like that. And for me, um, my favourite part of the last conventions has been the gala show. That may be true for a lot of people. Some people, it's I know it's the, the dealer's hall. For some people, it's... A specific lecture, but the gala show just so good. I got to see Max King do his um, cards across routine using the invisibility cloak, and I was in stitches. I got to see Lance Burton live on stage. Now, when I first started getting into magic, and I was looking at things on YouTube and you know finding out about more magicians, Lance Burton was the first big stage magician I saw, and I thought this guy is amazing. He's got charisma, he's got the classic look, he's got incredible magic. So to see him live was just so good. Like a bucket list thing, you know. And then last year I got to see, now I'm a ventriloquist as well as a magician, and I got to see Paul Zerdin, winner of America's Got Talent. He was hosting the gala show uh, on a Sunday night. And... Brilliant, brilliant. So, you get to see 
big names. You get to see people in Magic who you might not get to see live. I wouldn't have seen Lance Burton live if it wasn't for the Magic, uh, the Blackpool convention. I probably wouldn't see Matt King live. I can't just up and go to Las Vegas at the drop of a hat. In fact, if I wanted to go to Las Vegas, it would take at least a couple of years planning and a couple of years saving. So going to Blackpool gets you to see these big names, these, you know, heroes of yours, if you will. Oh, you will? Thanks. Well, also, um, the gala show is just so eclectic, such an eclectic mix of performers at the gala shows. And, yeah, John Archer making us all laugh. Uh, Lance Burton blowing our minds. Matt King had the place in stitches. Paul Zenon being the best Paul Zenon I've ever seen. Just on top form last year. Um, there's always the escape artist. I'm not really into escape artists, but I respect what they do. Um, just, yeah. Uh, but it's loads of great stuff. This year, I think we've got Max Fulham hosting the gala show, one of the gala shows, which is great. Another ventriloquist, another funny guy. And another guy seems like a, you know, a nice guy, uh, which is always a bonus in my book. There are already enough bumholes in the world. So I'm looking forward to the gala shows. And the lectures. I got to see Jay Sankey lecture. Brilliant. I got to see... Uh, Michael Amar. This was quite frustrating. Michael Amar was lecturing at, I think it was the same time as Max Fulham in 2020 when he was doing his ventriloquism lecture. And at the time, I thought, well, it's, it's Michael Amar. To me, Michael Amar is one of my favourites in magic. Now, I don't know if I would stick... Well, he's still one of my favourites, that's not changed. But I don't know if I would choose any magician over a good ventriloquist when it comes to a lecture. But maybe I would. I don't know. I suppose it would depend who it was. But yeah, the lectures are so good. There's, um, Some of them are. Here's my lecture. Here's what you can buy. But very, very few of the ones I went to see were like that. Most of the ones I went to see were, here's my lecture, here's how you do this, this is what you need. If you do want to buy my lecture notes, they're at the back of the room. If you do want to buy this thing, I've got a few copies. But here's a few great secrets for you to take home. So that's nice, that's good, that's appreciated, that's the type of lecture you like. And I've got a sneaky suspicion. Well, by the time this is published, it'll probably be announced, but I've got a sneaky suspicion a certain Welsh magician will be hosting his first ever UK lecture at the Blackpool Magic Convention this year. So I'm looking forward to that. His YouTube channel, he posts his own creations every single week. 
and he's been, you know, a respected name in magic for a, a long time. And he's 10 years younger than me. Yeah, makes you feel great, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Certain other lectures have been announced. Um, I'll have to go through the programme and have a proper look. But I'm looking forward to them. I'll give a bit more in-depth in a future episode. The Dealer's Hall. When I first went to the Blackpool Magic Convention, I walked into the Winter Gardens, walked along past the uh, entrance, well, through the entrance, past the big statue of Morkman Wise. Is it Morkman Wise? Yes. Uh, along the corridor and there was the first of many tables sitting with someone selling stuff and I thought oh this is it this is a dealer hall and I walked along and there were probably about it was around a circle um, circular hall and there was maybe 20 stalls maybe 30 and I was walking along, I was like, oh yeah, there's Ian Mack with Creative Puppets, there's uh, there's uh, Sam Fitton with his wedding book, there's, you know, all these different things. Oh, that's good, that's good. And I was speaking to someone about half an hour later, I don't even remember who it was, but I bumped into someone I recognised and spoke to them, and uh, and I said, oh, that's, so that's the dealer's hall? And it put, no. No, that's, I mean, yeah, those are people selling things, but that's not actually the dealer's hall. The actual dealer's hall. Just go down those stairs. And I went through this door and down these stairs, and it was like hundreds and hundreds of magic dealers, thousands of people. And I was like, ah, this is the dealer's hall. They've basically taken, like, the population of a large city and put it, put them all inside one hall and it's incredible and you can spend so much money and I have spent so much money and the thing before I went because it was quite late um, I was quite a late comer to the convention the first time I went I knew I took advice from YouTube videos and podcasts and things like that where everyone said try not to spend money on the first day, I try not to spend much money on the first day. Take a walk around the dealer's hall, take a mental note of what you want, and uh, yeah, you can go back and get it once you've thought it over. Or you can think, actually, I won't use it, I won't buy it, but it was cool to see. That lasted about an hour. I walked around the dealer's hall, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, look at this, look at that, they've got one of these. I don't believe it, look at what? And... Uh, and then I left. I didn't buy anything. I left. And I went and saw a lecture. And then straight after the lecture, I was back in the dealer's hall, filling a carrier bag with things. <laughs> and spending all my money. Yeah. Not the greatest idea. But that's what it's for, isn't it? That's what it's there for. So, and also I didn't realise. I thought, well, I was going to buy this, but it's quite expensive. I'll just wait and I'll buy it online when I get home. 
I didn't realise that's as cheap as you're going to get it. If you're buying it new, you can, you know, this is as cheap as it's going to be. Blackpool prices exist, you know. People have Blackpool prices. Not all dealers do, I don't think, but a lot of the dealers have special prices for the Blackpool Magic Convention because they know they're going to sell. Um, they're going to make their money that way. Because I went to buy... I think oh, it was Wonder Pop, you know, the little lollipop that uh, you blow a bubble, grab the bubble out of the air, it turns into a lollipop. Great wee trick. Great little effect. But uh, they were selling at £25, and I thought, well, that's pretty good. Oh, I'll just leave it just now. And then about a week later, I was at home and I was thinking, oh, yeah, Wonder Pop. Looked it up. And I think it was £35. I thought, great. And I paid it because I wanted it. And I was a fool. Oh, well, you live and learn. But the dealer's hall, try not to spend all your money there. Because you need to eat. You need to pay for your B&B. You need, you know, if you've not got a pre-booked, you need your travel back home. So don't spend all your money. Please. So this has been a brief overview of my experience of the Blackpool Magic Convention. But I would like to do more specific episodes on the two I've attended. Blackpool 2020 and Blackpool 2022 and 2023 when it comes around. So keep in touch with the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I condemn you for listening. I commend you for listening. I think you condemned yourself listening this far to this stuff. But thank you so much. I do appreciate it. I'll be back next time. I'll talk to you then. Goodbye. So thanks once again for listening. My name is Lee Milne. You've been listening to the We Magic Podcast. Keep in touch. And I'll see you next time.